Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 130 for November 15th, 2016. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. You can also find Klezmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Pinterest. And I invite you to follow the monthly Klezmer Podcast playlist on Spotify. My guest on this episode of the podcast is David Krakauer, clarinetist that I've known for many years. He was performing at the Ashkenaz Festival in Toronto, Canada this year with his group Abraham Inc. Also in this interview, I have Fred Wesley, the trombonist for the band. And we're going to uh, split this one into two parts. We're going to listen to part one that we'll have Fred Wesley with uh, David. And we'll listen to a track from the album and then... We'll have the second part of the interview with David by himself. And then we'll get to hear a second track from the album, Abraham Inc. So here's my interview with David Krakauer and Fred Wesley. This was recorded on September 3rd, 2016. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and we are... Once again, at Ashkenaz Fest in Toronto, Canada, Ashkenaz 2016. And uh, first interview of the festival, I have uh, members of Abraham Inc., or is it Abraham Incorporated? I'm not really sure how to, how to say it. Either way. Either way. <laughs> but uh, I have David Krakauer and Fred Wesley. David, welcome back once again to Closer Podcast. So good to speak with you. Great to speak with you too, Keith. And Fred, welcome. Uh, first time to Closer Podcast. I don't want to interrupt your uh, your meal too quickly, but say hello to everybody. Interrupt my meal. Hello, everybody. You know, I'm eating, but uh, I'm talking too. <laughs> All right. Fred, well, talk with your mouth full. <laughs> or play with your mouth full because that gets really messy. No, that's totally. Messy. That's that's really messy. So, uh, have you performed Abraham Inc. at Ashkenaz previously, or is this your first time as this group? Now, this is the second time we're performing here at Ashkenaz. It's too bad our our the third leader of this band, so-called, uh, had to uh, run off and do something else. So, uh, but you know, we speak on his behalf too. This is a thing that the three of us cooked up together, and uh, and we were here in two thousand and eight. I think this is probably my fifth Ashkenaz festival, fifth or sixth. I was here with the Klezmatics, with the Hip Hop Hasana, with Klezmer Madness, twice with Abraham Inc. Uh, so, you know, it's always great to uh, come back here. And it's great that you have such a variety of uh, groups and styles that you're doing, and that's in addition to your classical stuff and stuff with Ferruz and, and uh, Goliath and um, all of that, which some of that is Jewish-based, although not really uh, necessarily Klezmer, right? Yeah, I mean, the Golohov is, um, uh, the Osvaldo Golohov Dreams and Prayers of Isaac the Blind is technically, he says it's for Klezmer clarinet and strings, so it's... Uh, Klezmer style, but he's actually referencing prayer, he's referencing cantorial music, and uh, so, and then of course it's a piece of modern classical music, incredibly difficult to play, um, and so uh, that's uh, quite a quite a thing that he did, that Osvaldo did. Right, right. 
so how did you get Abraham Inc. together? You had you had so-called with you with with uh, Closer Madness, and how did Fred come? In? Well, I'll ask Fred. I'll go right to the source. Fred, what are you doing with these guys? You drug me into this band, you know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, David and uh, so-called called me up, and um, they presented to me a, a, a plan to combine klezmer music with hip hop and uh, and funk. So I know what funk is, and I know a little about hip hop. You know, I, I, I didn't particularly care for it. You know. And uh, I know about jazz. They're going to combine all these together with klezmer music. I said, what the hell is klezmer, you know? So he played Wait, so, so you said what the hell is klezmer to start with, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, always says what the hell is jazz. Yeah. <laughs> so he played some klezmer for me, and I said, oh, that's klezmer music. Huh? You know, because, you know, before I would just... Now, had you heard it before and just not recognized it as klezmer or, or not heard it before? I had heard it before, but I didn't know... What they called it, you know. Right. So they, they, that now you call it Klezmer. Okay, cool. So um, I said, sure, we could do that. We we we, we could uh, uh, combine these together, you know. And so we uh, we had a meeting and uh, we played some riffs and uh, came up with some with some uh, little 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 things and uh, uh, this rest is history. We we have uh, Abraham Inc. Yeah. So did you do a lot of the arrangements for this? Because I know some of the tunes uh, David had done. In, in other ways before, and you've got some new tunes, probably some originals as well, right? It was a colla- uh, collaboration between uh, David, uh, so-called, and I. We put them together. You know, I did some some uh, some horn arrangements. David had some rhythm things, and you know, things he played on clarinet. Uh, so-called did some hip hop things. You know, and I, I had a, a great appreciation for hip hop. You know, because of uh, so-called. And now I know what klezmer music is, and I, I kind of love that too. You know, yeah. Now, are are you <laughs> playing some klezmer style uh, lines yourself on, on, on your trombone? Not really, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, maybe some klezmer has snuck in my style a little bit, you know, because uh, uh, you know it's very infectious kind of music. You know, you, you, you gotta you gotta get with it, you know, uh, uh, be left alongside of it, you know. So probably some has crept in a little bit because uh, uh, you know I love the music. It, it is excellent music, you know. And uh, uh, now that I know what to call it. I'm into it, you know. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, I'm trying to think because I'm I'm a little bit behind. You did the first Abraham Inc. album with the tweet, tweet, and all that. Is is there another one that that I might have missed? No, there is only one album. But you know that was such a, a, a you know a lot of work actually to put that together. Um, fundraising. I did personally did fundraising to get um, money together, and uh, it was it was a long road. Um, but you know the thing was that so that was uh, what four or five years ago. No, it was ten years ago. Oh. It was you know. Uh, here's the thing. So here you know, uh, I had met so called back in the early two thousands at Kles Canada. And then he gave me a recording called um, The Hip Hop Seder. So I right. said to myself, oh, God, what do we have now? Somebody putting, like, hip-hop beats to Passover songs. I, I literally thought it would be the most terrible thing I'd ever listened to. And then I listened to it, and I was like, wow, this guy is really gifted, really yes. clever, amazing, you know, brilliant. And so I asked him to be... 
a featured artist with my band, Klezmer Madness, and we did some stuff together. And then in the mid-2000s, probably around 2004, 2005, we were sitting around after one of our gigs and talking about stuff, and then we're going like, well, what do we, what do, we do next? We had recorded Bubamysis, and, uh, and then... Which stands alone on its own as a great record, too. I, I love that record. Yeah, I, I wish that record, uh, you know, I hope one day it'll get some more love. But uh, in the in the general public, you know, that's an, and then that was really uh, so-called it guessed it on a couple of my records. And then at that point, we really made that record together um, for the French label La Belle Bleu. Maybe kind of listen to Klezmer, you know, the Burgermeister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so... Um, and then so uh, we were thinking, what, what, would be, what would be a really cool next step? And then so-called suddenly said, well, what about Fred Wesley? And like a <laughs> No, and a major light bulb went off in both of our heads at that point. We were like, wow, Fred Wesley, he's, he's a hero to both of us. And, uh, we, and, and, you know, since we're, you know, funk is the root of hip-hop and Josh is bringing hip-hop into Klezmer, it made so much sense. And then, you know, people go, funk, Klezmer, hip-hop, how does that work? And in our minds, it was so logical and so obvious, you know, that it would work amazingly. And so that we had that idea, and and uh, we called up Fred, and I think Fred was a bit perplexed at first. <laughs> you know, who is this guy calling me up talking about Klezmer music? <laughs> now, did you know so called before, or he just no, no, he just thought of your name and said, "Well, we got to find Fred." David called me. Uh, so called is one of my one and only fans. You know? <laughs> I have I have few fans without saying Jane Brown in front of my name. You know, so called is one of them. And so uh, he called me up and told me about it, my, my history and stuff, you know. And I, so I said, this guy must really have something, must really want something. And uh, so uh, but then I met David. And, well, David, I met David first. But uh, uh, it was an interesting project to, 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 to get involved in. I had done just about everything else, you know. So um, I, I immediately got into it. Yeah. And, you know, our first meeting was great because, you know, we were... It was like a first date, you know. We were all a little nervous. <laughs> what, what's going to happen here? Um, and and Fred really broke the ice. We were in a room together, the three of us, and Fred broke the ice and he said, "Give me a beat." So so called put the beat on for Balabusta, and we started jamming to that. And right away we knew we had this really nice chemistry. And so uh, then. We played Fred Moskovitz and loop of, uh, and loops of it, and uh, and and, and we played the riffs, you know, because the way that tune was made, um, uh, so called, it made a kind of a beat out of shredded old klezmer records, and then right. I did these call and response riffs. So we played the riffs for Fred, and Fred wrote a counterline riff to each riff. And the next day, so th that was the three of us. The next day, we convened the whole band. Fred had gone home to his hotel room in New York, wrote out all the parts, and we convened a whole band. And that was that was it. And then a month later, we performed in Carnegie Hall. You know, it's like everybody says, hey, well, you got to work your way up yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. Carnegie Hall. We started our first... <laughs> First gig, yeah. And it wasn't called Abraham Inc. Inc. It was Fred Wesley as a special guest 
with klezmer madness at sure. that point. Sure. But then we then we then we had it. Yeah. So then, how did you? Who came up with Abraham Inc. as a name? Well, it was interesting because it came from discussions we were having, and there was this one thing where I think um, so-called had seen this thing that actually George W. Bush had signed, like in some church somewhere, and they or a synagogue, and he said something about the seed of Abraham. But we were sort of laughing about that. And then, um, and then um, I was actually in an African American church in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and uh, the preacher was a, a really lovely man, and and um, you know saw that we were the only non African Americans in the joint, and he and he and uh, he and he I guess he looked in my face. He saw that obviously I'm Jewish, and so he said, you know, we have our wonderful guests here, and we have to all remember. That uh, that if it was not for the seed of Abraham, we wouldn't have our savior. So all these ideas were going on, and then I thought, wow, this is sort of a badass collection of Abraham of the people of Abraham. And I was thinking, you know, Jews and African Americans together. But then I was thinking, like Abraham, you know, Abraham and Company, or Abraham Crew, or yeah. and then Abraham. Like I thought about Murder Incorporated, and then I thought <laughs> Abraham Incorporated, and then I, I I mentioned that title to Fred, and Fred was like, I think you're on to something, buddy. So and then I went and got some of my guys together. You know, we got uh, Brandon Wright and Igmar Thomas together. And actually, Freddie, Freddie Henry, you know, he's, he's a real trumpet player. But uh, Igmar came and sat in with us, and uh, we got some guys together. Uh, David used some of his guys, you know, and became incorporated. And uh, we meld together. It's like really, amalgamated. Really good. We, we, we came together really good, and uh, it's, a, it's a great sound, you know. I'm glad to be back with you, David. <laughs> we, are, we, have, we haven't played together for three years. Because, you know, the, the, the vicissitudes of the business, when we, we actually did have a great run. We played a lot of great shows, and uh, now there's another tour cooking for a year from now in Europe. So we're hoping we can, uh, you know, make another another go at this. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Nope, we can do it right tonight. Okay. <laughs> Right, Thank you, Fred. Have a good rest. I'll Thank you. 
right, we heard a part of the track Push, arranged by Fred Wesley. And in the second part of the interview, we're going to hear David talk about that song and how it got incorporated into the album. So here's the second part of my interview with David Krakauer. So anyway, uh, we- I was listening to the, the last couple tunes of your sound check there, so I was, I was going to mention to, to Fred, you know, that you got a, a great horn line going on, and then sounds like a nigun going on behind it. That, that, is that uh, a song that was from the album? I'm trying to remember, because hearing it live is different from, from hearing it on the album. That was really cool. Yeah, that is the song Push. And the interesting thing, this is how we did the arrangements. I talked about Moskowitz and, and, and loops of it, and then how we did the, the eight, we call it um, uh, Moskowitz Remix, is the Abraham Inc. Uh, title for the tune. And, you know, how we did that, like each of us brought in, so-called brought in a beat, I made riffs, etc. And then with this thing, Fred brought in his tune, Push, a pre-existing tune, played it for us. And then suddenly, almost, you know, so-called, well, I'm speaking for so-called, but, you know, with a kind of an alchemy that was magical, that uh, Nigun fit right in there. It was like it was insane how well... And and then so because uh, you know then then so called saying like it fit in it, it was uncanny we all looked at each other and went like wow how did that happen that was true alchemy. I mean, I think how all the things, how when Fred played his counter riffs to our riffs in Moskowitz, already Moskowitz was like a burning tune. Yeah. And then he just upped the ante and, and just made it all the more killing. So that's really, that's how everything came up. And then all of us adding our little touches. Let's try this. Let's try that. Let's add this. Let's put this here. And, and um, really, really amazing. And there is the magic. It really is quite magical, and I think that when pe- when people, hey Yoshi, hey man, no, 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 let me, uh, I'll be right, w- yeah, Yoshi, I'm gonna catch you later. Yoshi, when are you playing? Six o'clock. Where where are you playing? Okay. All right. No, no. Let me let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I gotta pull a few things together, but. Yeah, I want to. I want to pull. A, yeah. All right. Yoshi, I got a podcast with you later too. All right. He's a great guy. Yes, Yoshi's amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, um, uh, you never know who's going to walk through the Klesmer podcast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so you're not even editing this. It's oh just. The, it's, it's just the flow of life, right? Just, life so, as it happens. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's it. Everybody adding their own little touches, everybody and, and, and everybody contributing. And, and so I think when people say, you know, I mean, in this world, in this day and age, and, and with so much divisive talk, I mean, I almost feel like Abraham Incorporated is, uh, is even more important. Necessary, even. Yes, at this point in life, 
I mean, with even any someone like Donald Trump even having the slimmest chance in hell of becoming the president of the United States, I mean, that's like that's like in '33 everybody was laughing about. Well, that guy Hitler could never become president, and like you know. And then I was talking to an interviewer the other day, and he said, "Any Jew who would vote for Donald Trump is just a just a, like a shameful like how." Could how given our history, <laughs> Jewish history, how could anybody like how could anybody do that? So you know it's 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 crazy, and I think in this day and age, but be that as it may, in this day and age of divisiveness and all this rhetoric that's going on, when people go, oh, but how do you put klezmer funk and hip hop together? I'm like, to me, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. That you could have a Jewish African American meeting, dance party coming together, and the music works. And and you you play this music like you said in a in a southern southern black church, or in a, for a Jewish crowd. And is there a difference in how it's received between the two groups? No, I mean it's received really well. People just feel good when they hear this music. Yeah, it's feel good music and. The message is so beautiful. The message is a beautiful message, and uh, so we're we're glad we're so glad to have the chance to come back together, and we hope we will be able to uh, you know we'll get a tour going soon. Maybe record some more things, and uh, but you know it's 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 it is heavy lifting. It's really hard, and uh, you know. Convincing the powers that be in the business world, in the presenting world, in the funding world—it's a you it's know tough to navigate all that. It's yeah. really, really tough. But um, who knows? You know, and, and you have a fairly large group. How many members are in the the group that's going to be on tonight? Well, tonight will be um, uh, an eight-piece band, but normally we we'll, we we'll go up to ten pieces. So it's a fairly large group, and that also is a factor in terms yeah. of touring, and you know that can be uh, can be problematic sometimes. But look, uh, we might you know have a few tricks up our sleeve. <laughs> uh, I I hope so because this needs to be spread far and wide, uh, a lot more exposure, and a lot more uh, audiences to to listen to this. Because I think it's it's great. I love it. You know, I'm a brass guy, so. Anything with a horn section is, you know, right up my alley, uh, and of course with the clarinet, uh, it, it's always, you know, you've always been our favorite. So for like what, 15 years now, right? So something like that, and every time we get together, we have a great time visiting with you. Every time you put on any kind of a concert of whatever version of you it is. It's fantastic, and it's always well received. And I, I, you know, watch the audiences everywhere. And you're always so kind to come and speak with me when I when I request it. And what else can I say? It, you're, you know, definitely our favorite. Yeah, well, we're, we're, <laughs> our favorite know, guy. I consider you guys family, so you know that's it. That's you know, that's it. So beyond the uh, the journalistic aspect of this. You know uh, that your your friendship means so much to to me and Rena and uh, to the family. So we really appreciate it. 
thanks for spending a few minutes with me. Oh, really quickly, what uh, what else do you have coming up uh, next for yourself? Um, well, let's see. Let, um, I'm I'm working on a new uh, a duo project with my partner, the South African um, pianist and composer Kathleen Tag, and it's called Breath and Hammer. The piano, of course, you know, the breath is me, and she's the hammer, the piano, Breath and Hammer. And um, but that has like uh, loops and samples, so that we actually take uh, the just the simple. Uh, clarinet and piano configuration and then build it out into huge like orchestral textures and um, and it's pretty cool so we do everything from like klezmer tunes to John Zorn tunes to a tune by a Syrian clarinetist uh, friend of ours Cuban piece a Brazilian piece but all from our circle from Roberto Rodriguez from the Dance of Moses Danson de Moises and from Rob Curdo who's played accordion with us, so it's like quote unquote simple songs um, that are then transformed into this whole thing, and then we have cameras inside the piano watching her as she plucks and bows the piano, and so there's like she's playing, plucking, bowing, slapping the piano. There are choirs, bass, clarinets, so it's a really really cool project, and we're hoping to release an album pretty soon, and then ancestral groove with my wonderful friend Cheryl Bailey one of the monster guitarists of the century Michelle, sitting you, right you here on there I didn't see you sitting there and uh, we we just got a five-star uh, review in downbeat magazine so that getting a little love from the jazz world you know this is the whole thing that with me it's been you know hard to put me in a record bin what record bin do you put crack hour in is it uh, classical is it jazz is it klezmer and I think, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just ride the line and be an insider in a lot of different kinds of music. I mean, I don't technically consider myself a jazz musician, but, you know, I surround myself with jazz musicians and I play with a jazz attitude. I think that's the, that's the thing, that I play with a jazz attitude and a jazz um, tint to my playing, a funk, blues, jazz tint. That come that has a certain core of klezmer, and then of course you know coming from every other world that I've been in, and yeah, I'm, I'm making my own music that has its sort of its own place, and um, I think people dig it, and so you know that's 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 the key. And we're all along for the ride, wherever you take us, <laughs> whatever the next thing is. That's that's where we're going. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. And. Uh, yeah, and then November I'm touring in America with a Far Cry on the East Coast with the orchestra, uh, you know, that I did the Golikov with, got the Grammy nomination. Um, yeah, and uh, my project, The Big Picture, that you takes yeah. uh, music from films that all uh, uh, come from a, a sort of a, a Jewish place, and then there are visuals behind those and uh, sort of animated cartoons that riff on the themes of the films and we play everything from Willkommen from Cabaret to Tradition Fiddler on the Roof uh, a little uh, Showa trilogy three pieces from uh, powerful uh, Holocaust films and um, yeah yeah, and, and you, you, Cheryl Bailey rocks the living Cheryl, shit always, out of that too so uh, yeah <laughs> 
Cheryl's been awesome for many years. We, we saw, I don't know, I got, never got to speak with Cheryl, but the, uh, one of those shows you played at a, uh, I forget which small club in L.A. that, that we had gone to, and the first time we'd seen Cheryl, it was, you know, mind-blowing. Oh, yeah, the Knitting Factory in L.A. The, the Knitting Factory, that was it, yeah. that was it, yeah. And you, you're still touring in France some? Absolutely. France is a big market for me. Yeah. And especially with, like, the events and stuff that's been going on in France, I I think it's even more important that I go to France. You know, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to think, how can you make dialogue, how can you penetrate through all of this uh, hatred? I don't know, but we all, I think Daniel Barenboim had a great quote. He said, we can't... Um, we can't succumb to the indulgence of despair. I'm paraphrasing what he said because not, I'm not sure yeah, his yeah. exact words, but it was something like that, that, there, that if we despair too much, you know, it's a kind of indulgence. We have to just keep going and keep creating forms for dialogue and maybe, you know, slowly things can change. I doubt they'll change in my lifetime, but I, I, I think... Uh, you know, I turned 60 this year, so um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm. That's an interesting milestone for me, and and um, but I feel a great responsibility to try to do my best to um, create forums for dialogue, if at all possible. Well, like I said, we're we're always along for the ride. So, uh, thanks for. Our- all the music you do, the music you're creating, the, and the stuff that's uh, inside that's boiling around in there, bubbling up, waiting to come out. So, always looking forward to the next uh, the next project. So, David, thanks again for your, your time. It's been wonderful to speak with you. Uh, it's been a few years since we had a chance to catch up. So, and thanks for spending quite a bit of time with me here. So, appreciate it. Have a great concert tonight. I'll be watching. And uh, have a great festival. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. So much love to you and to Rena and to the whole crew.
Hi, this is Paul Green, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, that was the second part of my interview with David Krakauer, and we heard part of the track Moskowitz from the album Abraham Inc. I'd very much like to thank David and Fred Wesley for appearing on the podcast and for providing the tracks for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. As always, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 130. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.